podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, podcast fans. Welcome to another exciting edition of the 4020 Rugby League Podcast. My name's Richard Shawright, reminding you to vote for 4020, uh, because you haven't got long now, uh, in the uh, best ever super podcast award things, sport podcast awards, they're actually called. Uh, best Rugby Podcast, we're nominated for it. Vote for us, please. It would be much appreciated. You join us for our Championship and League One season launch edition. Uh, we spoke to 10 different clubs on Friday at uh, the super home of Rugby League. That is the uh, Bellevue Stadium, the DIY Kitchen Stadium, I think we're officially supposed to call it. Uh, stood in the brand new Neil Fox Suite. It's very nice. Uh, so we've got 10 clubs to go from. If your club isn't involved, by the way, um, either we didn't ask to speak to them or we didn't have enough time and they went off. It's not my fault they left early. We were there until the end. Uh, let's start, well, with the team who were hosting the event. Uh, here's Jay Pitts as I ask him about, you know, the pressures of being the favourites to win something. What's going on? Jay, we're in this strange position where Wakefield, after many years of being near the bottom end of something, a favourites to win something. How do you cope with that different kind of pressure here at the club? Um, yeah, it is, it's different, isn't it? Like I said, the club has always, um, especially the last few years, has, uh, has sort of been written off a little bit. And um, this year it's just a different different world, isn't it? There's a lot of positivity coming out of the club and... Um, it's it's a nice it's a nice feeling to have a little bit. However, we're under no illusions how to, how difficult it's going to be as well. We're um, we try to block the the sound out around the club a little bit and just concentrate on what we can do. And we've been working really hard and we've had a really good pre-season. Um, glad it's pretty much coming to the end now. Uh, we're just ready to get rocking now and getting some games. We're going next week in Matty Asher's testimony and then getting into the 1895 Cup. It's mentioned on stage, Wakefield haven't been at Wembley since 1979. How important is that competition to kick off the season? Yeah, great. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, we know all the lads want to go back to Wembley. We want to win it. So there's no, 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 no illusions of that. So, yeah, we're going to obviously, obviously we're going to have to be really well, uh, play really well, and we're going to have to win. So, yeah, we're going to have to uh, make sure that we're on. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're looking forward to it. We'd love a cup run. Lots of new names coming in, obviously, when teams get relegated, teams coming, players coming from the Super League and from the Championship itself. How is everyone gelling at the club? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it has um, really good people. All, all the people that have come in are really positive and, and worked really, really hard. So, um, yeah, we've, um, we've just come from Wales where we've, uh, we've tightened them bonds a little bit um, and had a good camp. So, yeah, like I said, um, we're just ready to go now. We're, um, we're ready for games. Now, Powell, a whole new coaching staff around him. How has he settled into things here? Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, really good. He's um, he's got pa, got uh, Kermo and Chenny in with him as well, and um, he's obviously his, his coaching credentials um, taught for themselves. He's a very experienced coach, and uh, but he's really good with the uh, the smaller detail stuff and improving players individually as well, no matter no matter your age. So yeah, we're all we're all been improving this year, and it's, I think he's brought it together really well. You're here as a young player, and I've come back. Things have changed. Changed yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, somewhere which wasn't. Did you ever imagine that the that Bellevue would look like this? Well, in uh, when I went my debut in in two thousand and eight, they were talking about getting a new stand then. So yeah, it took a bit of time, hasn't it? But um, yeah, you do get to the point where you think, is it really going to happen? Um, but very fortunate that we have got this amazing stand that's built now, and uh, it puts a real um, stamp on where the club's going. I think, and you just have to be in it, do it to see what it's like. It's amazing. So yeah, it's. Um, it's a real good start to the year for us and it's something that we really need to build on as a club. And it's not just the facilities as well, but the amount of fans who've taken up season tickets this year, unprecedented numbers. 
what's he going to be like coming out here for the first time in front of that uh, well hopefully roaring crowd yeah it'll be amazing um, to see this stand full seeing the off stand full it'll be great the, um, the, I'm really pleased to, for everyone at the club and the fans because they deserve this as well we've been like I said screaming out for it uh, Matt's come in and everyone's got behind him as well everyone's got behind the club uh, which is a really positive thing for the town and really positive thing for, uh, for us as a playing group as well so um, we've just got to make sure that we, we deliver on, on everything that's happened and keep grounded and make sure that we are grinding out some grinding out the results and making sure the club get back to where it should be I mean, as you say it, it's not going to be easy this is a difficult competition as we saw last year but some people think Wakefield are going to walk away with it but obviously that's not going to be the case no no then that's not for us to think at all anyway everybody else can uh, can build it up as much as what it was It's uh, we're under no illusions this is a very very tough league and there's some really good players in here as well so we know that it's going to be very tough and we know that we're going to have to be on every single week and make sure we're really consistent in what we're doing and that's why we've worked so hard in pre-season and yeah like I said we've worked that hard now that we're ready to go and we need to make sure that we deliver off it Let's pop down Doncaster Road and stay in the WF postcode area and head to Post Office Road. And Featherstone Rovers will be hoping to get into Super League for the first time coming the end of the season with work on and off the pitch being done to do so. Here is their head coach, James Ford. Some fair challenges for us in terms of uh, the amount of people we've had training. Uh, but the boys have ripped in. So I think one, one positive having a small squad does, does really bring the group together. And I think you've seen that in our two two trial games uh, I also think you've seen lots of what we've been working at uh, but we've come away from them trial, trial games with some clear areas for improvement as well You've come in halfway through last season how's it been to get the, the full pre-season under your belt? Yeah good obviously you, when in, in your pre-season you, you build some strong connections with your team you can really uh, reinforce your systems and the things you want to see with and without the ball and uh, I feel like we're making good progress with that uh, and hopefully we can see Pay dividends when the league season starts. Always there or thereabouts, whether some rows at the top of the championship. Do you feel that pressure going into this year? Because obviously we're not quite sure what's going to happen next year. Yeah, if you work for Feverston, I play Feverston. There's obviously expectation, uh, but we're just going to focus on ourselves and and I'll see what that takes us. In terms of the, the new year, are you happy with the way the squad's gelled, ready for the, the first games coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, as I said earlier, having a small squad does does allow you to create loads of connections. Uh, the group does seem really together uh, and uh, we're looking forward to the competitive games around the corner. Always get great support at, at Featherson. How important are they going to be in terms of building themselves up in terms of uh, IMG points off the field, the things you can't uh, influence? Uh, well, we can influence the IMG points can't we, by, by being better on the field and that's, that's certainly what we're going to go after. Uh, but the Featherson supporters are fantastic. They're the turnout in numbers. They're very passionate. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to building a strong connection with them and, and them getting behind the boys and helping us through some, some tough patches at, at times. How important is the 1895 Cup as a kind of warm-up to the league season as well as obviously a chance of getting back to Wembley? Yeah, well, first and foremost, you want to win every competition that you're in. Uh, I do think the structural changes to the comps have probably been quite kind to us. Obviously, we, we are rebuilding it, uh, the, the team. Uh, it's what, 17, 18, 19 players uh, have left and... So for the league to be starting a little bit late, I think we've been pretty fortunate there. Uh, but we're certainly not under a, not not writing off those comps. We want to do as well as we possibly can in all of them. Let's move a bit further north and uh, west, indeed, to Whitehaven as the uh, Cumbrian side have made Jake Mason one of their new signings for 2024. And the Aussie spoke to us at Bellevue on Friday. How's pre-season going at Whitehaven? Yeah, good. Uh, the boys have been ripping in. 
Uh, I think we've had a few comments that probably the fittest that the squad's been in a while, so that's obviously positive signs. And um, yeah, it's a, everyone's you know been up about it, so it's been good. Not nice weather for it as well. Always nice weather in England, mate. <laughs> How did you land at Whitehaven in the first place? Um, yeah, so I obviously played last year at Fax, um, and then you know one thing led to another. I was looked somewhere else to go, and I got in contact. Uh, well, club got in contact with me, and um, yeah, just it seemed like the right place to be for me at the moment. Um, and um, yeah, you know, it's a different challenge, and it's something that I'm looking forward to to take on. Have you been told about the, the, the passion? about? Have you learned about it? Have you felt it yet? Yeah, I mean, out there, the community, especially, they get behind, behind the team um, more than I've probably seen in England. Um, it's, a, it's only a small town, but, I mean, you can ask anyone there and everyone knows who Whitehaven is and everyone supports Whitehaven. And, um, yeah, it, it is a different vibe up there and it's, it's something that's encouraging. You, know, you want to play for that. What, what are your hopes for, for this season for Whitehaven? Um, obviously, to prove on last year, I think... I think we'll surprise a lot of teams. Um, you know, I've been in a few good sides now in my life, and um, you know, there's a lot of makings there of a, a great side. And I think if we can put our heads down and work hard, um, yeah, I don't see that top six is out of our reach by any means. Of course, the, the carrot of the 1895 Cup of Wembley—you know all about that. Yeah. How important would that be to the club in the area? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Um, as I said, you know, sort of just get ourselves right, and, and whatever happens on that will be—we we deserve what we get, sort of thing. So. Um, yeah, if we just nail down, you know, rip in and and do our bit, then I'm sure those those things we can enjoy will come at the end of it. With it being a, a group stage now at the start of the season, is that better than playing endless pre-season friendlies? Um, I guess it probably adds a like, different dimension. I mean, um, you can play the friendlies, and, and they, people say it's a dead rubber, you know, but um, these sort of things sort of adds a little bit more intensity and, um, you know, more, more feel to the game. So I guess that's a positive and... It's good probably getting them all out of the way at once and then going on to, rather than cutting it up throughout the league, I, I felt last year was a bit weird. But, um, yeah, it'd be good to interesting to see how it goes. We'll get back to the Championship in a bit because it wasn't just the second-tier clubs on parade at Wakefield on Friday, but also those in League One, a competition which no one quite knows what's going to happen with in the future. Uh, one man who is playing for North Wales Crusaders this year is Dan Coates, and we spoke to him ahead of the challenges ahead for the side from Wales. Dan, uh, North Wales, how, how are pre-season preparations going? You've probably been asked that a million times by now. Uh, yeah, they're going good, mate. We've got a, got a young team, so there's quite a lot of enthusiasm going into the season. Um, yeah, I think we'll go well, so I'm looking forward to it. Interesting competition, League One, geographically spread out all over the place. How do you feel North Wales can do this year? I think, I think we'll do well. I think, um, like I said, we've got a young team, but um, I think we'll be ready. And obviously with the 1895 Cup games, we've got two championship teams in our group so that'll be a good measure of where we're going to be at this year I think so yeah looking forward to it It's a, obviously a different format this year for the 1895 but starting with those games ahead of the league season I guess that's better than match practice in a friendly because you've got competitive games there for you Yeah yeah it's going to be a competitive game obviously it's going to be a lot tougher than a friendly like there's no much not going to be much, much rotation and uh, like we'll be going out to win the game and not just compete so the Challenge Cup in the middle of it as well. All, the, all this building up to a, another big season in League One where you're, I guess, hoping for promotion to the Championship. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully we can go one better than last time. But, um, yeah, so the Challenge Cup in between the 1895 Cup, that'll be good. Hopefully uh, lads who aren't getting in the 1895 Cup team can get a run out in the Challenge Cup and we can all be ready for the season. How important is the season as a whole for North Wales just trying to build momentum again as a club? Yeah, so obviously we on the on the back of last year we gained a lot of momentum and obviously I think the lads 
we uh, gained a lot of com- confidence from that. So we'll, I think we'll, be, we'll do well and we'll be ready to go. Who's some of the players we should be looking out for then in the squad? Apart from yourself, obviously. <laughs> I think uh, we've got a good spine. So I think the likes of obviously Owen got nominated last year for a player of the year. Uh, I think Toby Hughes, the other halfback, will go really well. And we've got a couple of good hookers who are young and hungry. So, yeah. Long trips to, to Newcastle and to Cornwall. How, how do they go? Do you enjoy those long trips together? Do you have some good camaraderie with the squad? I mean, it'll be all right for me because I'm from Durham, so I mean, so I can stay at my mum and dad's house. But like, yeah, the bus trips will be good. At Cornwall, obviously, you get a chance to uh, grow as a group. You know, team bonding and things like that. Staying overnight, um, yeah. So obviously, then if you get a win, the bus back's pretty good as well. So. I mean, first of all, I've got to say, best best kits in the competition. You, you can't miss your players out on the field. <laughs> no, I'm certainly not going to miss them. No, it's, uh, it's pretty loud and, uh, yeah, it's, it's out there. But, yeah, we're happy with it. We like it. Pre-season preparations, athletes from every coach, how are they going? Yeah, really well, really well. You know, we're, we're healthy, which is the main the main thing in pre-season, you know. Uh, we've done some, some training exercises against other clubs and, and happy with where we're at. Um, you know, we've got our first friendly in earnest tomorrow against Wigan and, that gives another indication, and uh, yeah, everything's going as well as it can do. How important is that tie-up with Wigan? Because even you know, to people outside the rugby league circle, they know Wigan, they know what they mean, and the tie-up with a club like yourself must be a big. Yeah, very much so. So we've got we've got two you know two partnership clubs in, in Sheffield Eagles, who we, we do a lot of dual reg with, and, and now Wigan as well. You know, we've got the ability to uh, to play some of their players when they need some game time. But uh, the big one for me and for the club is the holistic partnership that we've got. You know, where we can. Share ideas. We can, uh, you know, we can ask some advice of, of people at the at the top of the club. And as you say, a, a club of that size and that stature, it can only help us, uh, you know, in our development. Season kicks off with you with the eighteen ninety five cup. How important is that to the club in terms of getting ready for the league one season? Yeah, very much so. You know, it's, it's going to be competitive, really competitive, because we've got uh, you know two really good clubs coming down to our place in in Doncaster and Sheffield. But um, again, it'll show us where we're at. You know, we. Uh, We've, we've set our stall out that we're in pre-season until round one. You know, however, I don't, I've never met a rugby league person that, that goes into a game half-hearted and not wanting to win. So, you know, we'll be uh, we'll be definitely looking to win both games. And, uh, and as I say, it'll give us a, a gauge of where we're at. Slightly different look to League One. Obviously, losing London scholars, Newcastle still in it. Thankfully, how do you see the competition going this year? Oh, really exciting! Really exciting. You know, so uh, I said this earlier on Sunday. I think the championship last year was the most competitive and, and probably the best league I've, I've seen for a while. You know, with with teams you know, itching to get into the playoffs and itching to get you know stay away from relegation right up to the last day of the season. Uh, I can see League One going exactly the same way next year. You know, you've got older who have got a plethora of talent and and quality, and you know, Keith Cougars have, have come down into the league and again have have signed and returned well and. Newcastle will be an unknown, but then if you look at some of the teams from last year, you know your your Hunslets will be better, your, your Rochdales will be better, and we all know what North Wales Crusaders did, don't we, in the playoffs last year? So I think it's going to be a really competitive league, um, you know, and we're we're looking to play our part full fully. How do you get the people behind you? The new stadium, new new still a new relatively new branding for the club. How do you get people behind you this year? Oh, we've just got to uh, create some some attention down in down in the Midlands. You know, we've got to grow partnerships in the community. You know, we've got some structures that we want to put in place where we develop players in the community, and you know, we've got some sponsors down there now. You know, um, some blue chip ones in people like Birmingham Airport and things like that, which is, you know, it's it's only good for us. Uh, you know, season season tickets are going well. We've I think we've uh, elapsed last year's target already, so 
you know, we're, we're going in the right direction, but it's, it's going to be a slow build. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, however, everybody in the organisation is fully committed to the journey and the roadmap that we're on and, and really enjoying it as well. Mark Dunning there, coach of Midlands Hurricanes. Genuinely the brightest kits in rugby league this season. Purple and pink, if you haven't seen them. We need to do that uh, review of the kits to start the year, don't we? We need to get that video done. More work uh, to do. Now, the team who were promoted from League One last year were at Doncaster, and we caught up with their head coach, Richard Horn. Richard, how's uh, pre-season going at, down at Doncaster? Yeah, it's gone really well, really positive. Uh, just looking forward now to start playing a few games. 1895 Cup, pre-season kind of tournament now, but how does that make you feel as a coach that you've got these competitive games so early in the season? Uh, for us, it, it, you know, it, they're... Um, you know, really, they'll be really positive for us. You know, we can like, use them a little bit as in, you know, preparation for the start of the season. You know, our main focus uh, for this year is that promotion, uh, as in staying promoted and staying in championship. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's uh, for us. It, it falls quite well. It's a big year on and off the field in, in rugby league. How are Doncaster prepared for the changes ahead? Uh, yeah, no, we, we feel that we're ready. You know, we've recruited, I feel like we've recruited well, some experienced boys to, you know, to hold our own in, in the championship and, and compete against all these, you know, very, very well-established teams in the championship. So, yeah, no, it's just one of them where we, we just want to get started a little bit now. It does seem that everyone's bringing in experienced names. and You brought Reece Lynn, who's obviously had a, a long career in Super League. What's he brought to the group? Yeah, again, his, his, his experience, you know, playing at a high level. Um, our boys, you know, they've been in League One for a few seasons. Um, so, again, just raising that intensity, the, the tempo um, that we're playing at. So he's, he's sort of set the standard for us and um, the boys are looking to follow. How hard is it as a coach that gets promotion to stick with the squad that has done it but also realise that you need to bring extra in to, to stay where you now are? Yeah, look, I think it's always a case of that you know you need to strengthen and um, the players aren't daft and they aren't stupid that they know that you're going to bring in some boys that have probably been uh, in the Championship or Super League into the squad to, to strengthen us. But uh, we retained 15 of, of our squad members from last season um, and, and, you know, and we believe that them boys can, can do a job in Championship uh, as well as they did in, in League One. You've had no difficulty attracting some really big names. Um, but Doncaster has that, hasn't always been the case. It hasn't been the most glamorous of places to go. How have you sold the South Yorkshire City to, to the recruits that you've got? I think you can see, you know, with the stadium, we've got like the stadium facilities that we've got, the training facilities uh, that we've got, the, the hardware, Carl and um, the rest of the team are putting in within the schools to grow the fan base uh, within the city. Um, and, and again, just um, I think due to connections as well, Carl and Carl's got the, you know the Ireland boys. He, he he gets on with really well, and they know him really well. And obviously, some players that I've brought in, I've, I've rather coached or before or played alongside. So um, I know what they like and the characters that they are. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's been um, yeah it's it's been pretty simple to, in that aspect in in selling it in in that in that way. What would realistically count as success for Doncaster this year? Survival. I think that's you know. I think you look at in previous seasons, you know, the teams that have, have gone up into the championship have struggled. They're always in that dogfight and and that, you know looking to um, 
surviving there so for us if we can finish mid-table that'll be a, a hell of a season because then we believe we can grow and bring in more players and more quality players to help us take that next step up in you know pushing ourselves up that, that, that ladder And how much are you enjoying your coaching journey at the moment because I know that it was tough in League One you didn't know when the next fixture was it's <laughs> hard to get that sort of settled continuity you're going to get more games than than ever in, in the Championship this year enjoying the ride? Yeah, certainly. It's a new challenge for me, you know, playing, you know, coaching week in, week out, um, uh, which, like you've mentioned, in League One, it's a bit of a roller coaster in, in, in trying to build momentum. I think you you start getting on a bit of a, a, a roll and, and getting a few wins under your belt, and then you've got two or three weeks off, which sort of loses all that and loses that focus. So um, I think League One, mentally, you have to be, you know, a little bit... Um, Better in, in in preparation, uh, whereas in you know championship, it's every week. You can't, you don't have much t- time to dwell on whatever the result was that weekend. You're focusing on the next to you know rather turn things around or carry on what you've been doing and and, and, and build momentum. Mark, brand new season. I'm asking everyone the same question. How's pre-season gone? Great, great. Um, obviously, um, quick turnaround. Only six weeks off, and then you're back into it. We'll start playing next weekend, so uh, it's been uh, a quick turnaround. But you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The boys have enjoyed it as much as they can because that time of the season's uh, tough, isn't it? But uh, they've got a smile on the face, looking fit, looking strong, and uh, yeah, in good shape. First winners of the 1895 Cup. The, the group stage almost, well, it's moved pr- almost to the start of the, the the championship season. Is that a better way of easing yourself in rather than endless friendlies? Uh, yeah, I'd love to start in March and finish in September. Maybe look, we play too long. I've said it all, for a long, long time. Uh, but you know, it gives teams opportunities to use these games as, as pre-season friends if they want, because uh, it, it's a long season and lots of games. So uh, if you want to be successful in it and. and you know, luckily we won the first ever ever 1895 Cup at Wembley and to give a, a player an opportunity to, to play at Wembley is uh, significant, isn't it? So uh, the teams that want to take it serious will. The teams that don't will they'll use it as the pre-season games. So, uh, you know, we want to be... We, you know, we, we want to be successful. We want to uh, progress in it. And as you say, we start with the 1895 Cup into the Challenge Cup, into the 1895. You've got probably six rounds if you're successful before you start the league campaign. So uh, we've got a big squad. We need to use that squad to, to benefit us later on in the season because uh, we had a great year last year, a really positive year, uh, finishing the top four. Uh, it ended too quick because we got knocked out against London. In the, in the quarterfinals, uh, and probably we died a little bit towards the end. So we've got to, as rotation's got to be better this year. The strength of the squad's better, uh, and yeah, just looking forward to getting ready and going next week against OKR in a friendly. Roots back down in the city, and others a potential move as well. But how important has that been after years of going here, there, and everywhere? Oh, it's been massive, hasn't it? You know, and Don Valley got knocked down in 2013, and. It was, what, 2021 before we got back into Sheffield. And we've seen the growth of the club over the last couple of years, you know, not only on the field with the men's and the fans starting to come back a little bit. You know, we're, we've got 40 women's players training now. We're having two teams this year. We've got two wheelchair teams. We've got LD, there's 20 or 30 of them. So 
not only is it the, the men's team, what, what we, the mentor that we're looking at is the, the one club thing, and we've certainly worked really hard on that. So, yeah, there's, there's exciting times for us. Um, everybody's seen the, the plans for, for the new stadium. Um, wow, well, what can I say? You know, if that when it comes off and, and you know, planning's in at the moment, the initial planning, then it'll come back and say some of the, the, the people will need to, well, that's answer some more questions but if we get that across the line then uh, it'll be fantastic for the club positive times it, it, it's nice to hear everyone seems to be a, well apart from the usual people everyone seems to be positive about rugby league at the moment yeah yeah look it's, you know you're at Wakefield today they've got the brand new state stand haven't they and uh, de- developing the stadium and which is what it's about you know York have got a fantastic facility facilities are a big part of it now and uh, I think it is a bit of excitement about the game and the growth of it not only the men's but the women's and the, the wheelchair and everything's going going really well, and that's on the back of the World Cup, isn't it? You know, which were here a couple of years ago. So, yeah, exciting times. Uh, we're enjoying it. The players are enjoying it, and um, let's get ready to rumble. And as we're studying in front of it, do you ever get bored of uh, being asked about 1998? How can you ever get bored of a, about one of the greatest things that ever happened to us as a club and and me as a player to to play? In front of 60, 70, whatever thousand at the greatest stadium because it was the old stadium which has got so much history. So, uh, no, I never get bored about it. The, boy, the boys might get bored of hearing me talk about it, to be fair. Doncaster's Richard Horn, followed by Sheffield's Mark Aston. A nice trip into South Yorkshire, and of course, 2024 represents 40 years of the Sheffield Eagles Club somehow. always managing to cling on to life with uh, everything thrown at them. So well done to uh, those involved at the club and hopefully a a good year for them in 2024. I think for all the clubs, there's no club I wish ill on. Well, there is, but I'm not going to say publicly. It's the 4020 preview of the Championship and League One seasons. As we head to York next, I was going to speak to Andrew Henderson, but he was busy speaking to everyone and he had to disappear. So instead, here's their publicity-shy chairman, and I genuinely mean that. I'm, I'm not saying that to be sarcastic, as you may think. Uh, Clint Goodchild, who spoke to us instead of their coach. Clint, when we spoke last year at the Women's Super League launch, weren't quite sure what was going to happen that, that year, but you go on, you'll be champions... Surely the men have got to catch up now. Yeah, well, there's a precedent there, mate. You know, and again, I'll bore you to death with this stuff, but it's all about incremental improvement, isn't it? So, you know, we've been a playoff team the last two seasons, mate. First time the club's had back-to-back playoff years in the championship. Um, the hope is, is that we can, you know, be really competitive come the business end of the year. You've launched a new documentary series yeah. last night. You're doing all these things off the field, which is important in this new IMG world. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? You know, we're, we're all looking for ways to, to increase our gradings and um, some of the spends and concepts, mate. You know, I, I don't really like seeing my mug on telly, I'll tell you, but if it, uh, if it gives us, you know, an extra 50,000 engagements, mate, I'll do it. And that's kind of the, the concept this year, and, and that's why we're going to probably, you know, try some things, and hopefully there's more success than failure there. But, yeah, it's interesting, mate, you know. Is that the, the test now? You just have to try different things and try to get people in either either sitting in the uh, community stadium or just watching online and clicking clicks? All of the above. Yeah, all of the above. Um, you know, a lot of what we do, mate, has to attract new people to rugby league. So if we just keep targeting rugby league people with rugby league content, we're never going to attract them. So for me, it's, you know, what stories can people relate to? 
um, what match day experience is going to you know bring someone who's not you know a diehard rugby league person to the stadium and keep them at the stadium. So you know you've got to you've got to put yourself out there in silly ways sometimes and see how people take it. You'd rather not be uh, in front of the camera. You're not one of these chairman who likes to be. You know we've got plenty of egos in in rugby league, but you're not you're not going to be one of them. Uh, how <laughs> no. Andrew Henderson, talk to me about him as a coach. He's obviously brought Paul Cook in as an assistant this year. How do you see them two working alongside each other? Well, there's three mates. So, you know, there's Jed Corrigan as well, and, and the three of them are just fantastic mates. So, you know, I, I don't like to go home normally, so, you know, I stick my nose in at training every so often, mate. And just the way that they operate as a unit, there's a lot of trust and communication there, and they and they see the game the same way. They, they're, you know, very, um, very trusting in each other. And they communicate and challenge each other the right way. It's it's exciting. I think um, I think they're going to do well. 1895 Cup kicks off the season. How how do you see that as a as someone behind the scenes, as someone counting the counting the uh, the pennies? How important is that to build up to the the championship season itself? I don't think we'll know until it's you know underway, mate. Um, what I do like is that everyone in Championship and League One. Uh, is on a level playing field at the moment. Well, in a way, everyone has a crack at winning the 1895 Cup. Uh, whereas with the Challenge Cup, you know, it really is luck of the draw, isn't it? You probably have to win two or three before that competition even starts. So, I think it's I think it's good. I like the pool play. I like that everyone gets a certain number of games that it can be put out in advance. You know, from a planning and ticket sales perspective, it's always easier to sell tickets when you know who you're playing and where you're playing them on what day. Um, yeah. How hard is it for you? Because you can put all the planning in off the field, but when it comes down to it, it's what happens on the field. Is, does that frustrate you at all when, you, when you're watching a game where things don't quite go your way? Oh, life's frustrating, isn't it, mate? So it just is probably exacerbated on, on rugby league match days. Um, effort and energy, mate. You know, you control your effort, your energy and your attitude, and you just hope that you get it right, and positive results are more than negative. But it's, um, it's frustrating at times, there's no doubt. The championship is very Yorkshire heavy, so we'll end with a coach from uh, the other side of the Pennines in a moment. But first, uh, here's Halifax coach Liam Finn, who never got to play for the club as a player. I mean, that obviously makes sense, doesn't it? But uh, he's there at his boyhood club now as the head coach. Liam, pre-season, how's it going? Yeah, like everybody else, working hard. I think we're in a good spot, but we're going to find out in... uh... 10 days time aren't we um, we'll, know, we'll know what's uh, what's working and what's not uh, when, when the season comes round but yeah not, not we're all happy where we're at but um, ultimately we want to put ourselves to the test and it's just round the corner and we're all excited and uh, we've got that bit of that air of anticipation to get going now obviously you've got a long history of Halifax what does the club mean to you yeah, it means a lot. I've, I've supported the club since I were, well, since before I can remember. Um, you know, going to Wembley in '87 and, um, and watching being a ball boy from being seven, eight years old. So, yeah, um, you know, it's no secret that I'm an Halifax lad and, and I wanted to play for Halifax for a long time. It didn't happen, but um, I'm back now. Um, it might be might be for one game, it might be for might be for hundred. Who knows? Um, but you know, I'll, I'll give it my best shot and, and work as hard as I can. You had a lot of success last season. Was that the law? You know, of Halifax boyhood club. What's that? Sorry, uh, Sorry the, the law of the job making a move. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I think every professional wants to wants to challenge himself, and um, you know, 
I loved it at Dewsbury. I had a great group there that, that uh, tried to do everything I asked them to do um, and gave me everything and more. Um, but when the opportunity to come to Halifax was, was there, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't really say no on the, the position that we're in. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, I thank Mark and everyone at Dewsbury. They were really understanding and understood that what I wanted to do. Um, and hopefully I've left them in a, in a def, decent position with Dale. Uh, and I, I hope, apart from two games this season, they do really well as well. What are you expecting differently coaching in the Championship rather than in League One? Yeah, it's, it's more intense. It's, it's, a better, it's a stronger competition in terms of... You know, obviously, obviously, it's a stronger competition in terms of ability, just like Super League's a stronger competition than Championship. Um, but I think it's probably the strongest competition in terms of who can beat who. Um, and I think you saw last year that they, I think there were four points or three points separated Bradford in third to Halifax in um, seventh. So it just shows you how tight how tight it is and you've got to be on it every single week otherwise you get turned over and you know we've just watched the presentation about all the the, the big names coming to championship and uh, you know it's, it's a challenge for them boys um, you know Whitehaven away Barrow away Jewsbury away those types of places are tough games and they've got tough blokes playing for every single team who are working 40-50 hours a week turning up to train three nights a week so they're, they're not going to roll over for anybody um, and that's probably what makes it the toughest competition You've got, you've got Gareth Widdup, another local boy, coming back. How much of a boost is that, you know, with his experience and class? Yeah, it's massive. Um, you know, the biggest thing about it is he wanted to come and play for Halifax. Um, you know, it, it, were, it was a you know, course where he wanted to come and play for us. And he was like, well, I want to finish my career with Halifax. And, um, so it were, it were a joint decision. And he could have gone elsewhere for a lot more money. Um, we, we were aware of that. And we are aware of what... What, a, what ability he's bringing and we're going to try and pick his knowledge pick his brain and also get the last last bit out of his legs at the same time and, and hopefully at the same time as that he enjoys himself and he plays with a smile on his face There's obviously been a few a uh, bit of news with the council on the stadium uh, last few days um, yeah how big a concern is that I guess are they looking to um, sell the, the ground Yeah I, I think concern's a word that initially springs to mind because it takes away the 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 security and the the, no, the knowledge that you, you're sort of safe in what you're doing, but at the same time that opens up opportunities, um, and, and that's nothing. I, I won't have anything to do with that. That's not my job. But um, you know, the club are at the start line now to to try and take um, take the club forward with the shame in mind. And if that's something they want to do, then the the, op- the opportunities are there. It's a massive piece of land right on the outskirts of the town centre. So what the club decide to do, you know, we'll, we'll support them as a group, but. Ultimately, we'll just get on with our job. Yeah, I, ma- I imagine the people of Halifax, they want they're somewhere where their football team, their rugby league team can play. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. Yeah, of course they do. And, um, you know, we, we're aware that the Shea's a, a lovely facility and a great surface to play on. So we want to keep Halifax teams in Halifax, like everybody in Halifax does. And you know, we want to we represent the town. And as a, as a rugby club, we've started to do better at that in the last few years. Certainly... Um, Certainly on the field in terms of getting Halifax lads coming back and playing for the team, it's probably as as many Halifax lads in the first team squad now as it has been for 30 years, ironically, when we hadn't actually got an academy. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's good to see that side and we probably need to do more, more to involve the community clubs as well. Obviously going to Wembley as, as, as a kid watching the team then. The team goes there last year and wins the 1895 Cup. You start the season with the defence of that. How important is that trophy to your Halifax this season? Well, yeah, you are always that, yeah. So you, you want to do your best to, to retain it, but uh, like I know it's a group stage, but uh, Oldham have stood right in the way of us, and, and I think you only have to look at their squad on paper to know how, how hard of a challenge that's going to be at their place with a with a new club, all all running um, 
all excited and, and excited about rebuilding Oldham. So that's um, that's the first challenge, and you know if we get over that one, we'll we'll assess it from there. Nine down, one to go, and we end our podcast at Swinton with Lions boss Alan Kilshaw, and you'll have to wait for the end for the most important question being asked by Phil Kaplan. Alan, this is the question I've asked everyone, so it's boring, I'm boring myself now. How's pre-season going with Swinton? <laughs> Same answer, really well. Um, obviously, there's been a big turnover in players and uh, coaching staff as well, new coaching staff, so we're probably blessed that we're at um, AJ Bell Stadium, so our sessions haven't been impacted too much with the weather, and we've also been able to sort of tap into the local Super League teams, so we've had a run with Salford, we've had a run with Warrington, and then we've got a friendly with St. Helens tomorrow, so yeah, please, so far. Um, and obviously it kicks off next week with the 1895 Cup. What do you make of the 1895 moving to almost a, a pre-season competition? Would you rather be having competitive features this early in the year or still more friendlies? Um, well, we can't be saying we need to lower the amount of games because of head knocks and then bring in extra you know, three or four games. The season starts in March, which is 27-round comp, and if you have a look at it, there's 16 rounds without a break after the Challenge Cup final, which is a season in itself. So I, I like the concept, but I do think we need to lower the amount of games that we're playing. It's, it's a long old season, especially for uh, semi-professional sides. And then, you know, if you look at it, you've got your phase before Christmas and then a couple of weeks back and you're into competitive games. So, you know, I understand why why they've done it. And there was a bit of noise from the League One clubs. Obviously, they lost a couple of uh, teams and I understand that of coaching that competition. Um, but yeah, just how that looks in the future, I think it needs looking at because it, it's a hell of a lot of games, especially with the Challenge Cup on top. So the one piece of the jigsaw missing for a club with such a fine heritage is never played at Wembley. Um, has that been mentioned to you? Um, no, I know they've got the four cups, so don't, but um, it'd be good. No, it'd be good to lead at any side out at Wembley, and um, but yeah, we'll just we'll just we'll go get through the Crusaders and win this game and see where we're at. But we, we want to be comp- competitive in every game we play, and um, you know, and, and cup competitions is is uh, is that as well. And that that is it is that opportunity to for, for for clubs now that you don't have to get in deep into the Challenge Cup. You can couple of wins here in the quarter-final so it's an opportunity for everyone but yeah it, it would be great to, to lead Swinton out of Wembley and one of the topics of conversation around here is what this competition will look like going forward um, you've obviously coached at League One level with Hunter can you see an amalgamation of, of the best of those two competitions being the way ahead I'm not sure um, you know, there's, there's been a few things muted I think if you look at the championship this year so Yorkshire club you know heavy that obviously conferences would probably suit the Yorks clubs but it might not suit everybody else so you know last season if you'd asked me then maybe but you know this year it's got a different hat on and, and I suppose that's the same for everyone You've, everyone's got their own uh, motives um, for me I, I, I'm not sure like I said we maybe need to um, shorten the number of clubs in the championship like I said earlier it's 27 rounds plus you know then playoffs and cups too much so I think yeah probably two uh, two leagues of 10 or, or something like that I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how, how we get to that point um, but 
Um, it'd probably be too competitive comps, but then you don't want to. I mean, the championship last year was so competitive, it went down to the last day. I went to watch Swinton Halifax, and then I think Swinton ended up winning, and then the 10th place. They could have gone down if they got beat. I think Halifax needed to win to make the playoffs. I think York snuck in on the day, and then London come from nowhere. So the championship's a really strong comp, so you don't want to. Um, you know, make League One stronger at the de- for the detriment of, of the Championship. So, I'll just train the lads and coach the team and do what I told where to go and, and let other people decide all that stuff. Just going forward with IMG and its gradings, and um, clearly there is still relegation from Championship to League One. What kind of ambitions can you have as a club as to where you can be going forward? I think there's been a, the last couple of seasons real good work done, especially off the field. There's a women's team. Um, uh, you know, fully functional at Swinton, and there's a lot of uh, junior teams coming up as well. I think the under 16s got their first win uh, two weeks ago, and obviously it's not about winning at that level, but it's great to see them playing. And I know there's you know real ambition off the field um, to, to develop the club and, and get their own base and things like that, which I think will will come out in the next 18 months or so. So um, I think they're taking the IMG really seriously at Swinton, and yeah, I do expect a lot of progress on that front. And great to have a celebrity fan in Martin Kellner. We're joking. He does a column for us in the magazine. You've never heard of him. Big prime time in Singapore. I think Swinton's... I think Swinton's like everyone's sort of second club as well. I think they're a very well-liked club. Um, you know, you get that. So, um, yeah, it'll be... Be good to see him at Haywood Road this brother. season. There you go, and his brother, <laughs> and his son, and his daughter. Yeah, yeah bring them all. So if you ever wanted to know how your club's pre-season preparations were doing, and they were interviewed on this podcast, you probably know they went okay. The 1895 Cup starts this weekend. Best of luck to all those involved. We'll be back properly with 4020 Live very soon in the not-too-distant future as the 2024 Super League season comes up and we come up with ideas to launch our streaming service, 4020 TV+. Not sure we're going to put on it yet, but we'll work something out. Enjoy your rugby league, as Harry Gretchen, uh, Harry Gretchen, as Harry Gretchen used to say. Yeah, I think it's time to go lay down in a darkened room. Have a good one. Sports Social Podcast Network.